Welcome back to the JJK Chronicles, the Jujutsu Kaisen podcast. I am your host, Chadley. Hola, me llamo Rami. Don't know why you're doing that, but I guess that's for our YouTube viewers. But yeah, episode 22, season one, The Origin of Blind Obedience. What did you think about this episode? I gotta be honest. Feels weird. What does feels does not weird? feel like three episodes away from the end of the season. I know. I think they the like whole... completely switched gears on us. It's the whole baseball thing threw us off, I think. Well, the baseball thing, but for so long we've been doing the exchange event. And now it's like they're getting ready to start an entire new thing. But yet I know that there's three episodes left. And at the end of this one, there's two episodes left. So it just felt kind of weird to me. It was like... Uh, what, do you think things can't end in three episodes? I mean, it can. But 24 episodes? We'll just... I've got some more things to say. Wait till we get into this episode. Okay. What did you think? I kind of thought the same thing. <laughs> oh, all right. I, th- I thought that you might, which is why I had to make sure I asked what you thought. Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. I, uh, especially the new assistant lady. I was like, really? They're going to throw that at us right now? Well, and I'll be, okay. I was like, where's uh, the old guy? I miss that guy. <laughs> all my feelings up front here, I guess. I've seen the next episode as well. We're getting ready to record on it Wow. Too. Have you really? I have. So... It helps, the next episode helps it a little bit, but uh, the thing I kept getting caught on in this episode is we've met so many new characters, we did the exchange event, and this whole time I was thinking, I don't know Fushi's sister, I don't really care about Fushi's sister. Okay, so there, is it because she's a girl? Like, if it was his brother? No, nope, that's probably why you think it. I would. I was saying, because I'm 22 episodes in... And they're just talking, like, they're acting like Fushi's so troubled about it or whatever, and it just took us a long yeah. time to get to what it's all about. Yeah, and it's not that it's badly done or anything, I don't think. It's just kind of in a weird spot for me, and it took me I agree. a while to come around to it. I agree. It was like they, uh, in the earlier episodes, when they showed flashes of a girl, they should have shown a little bit more, and maybe that would have helped it out. They They tried to... Like, be too secretive about it. Yeah. When I feel like there was no reason to be a secret. Yeah, it's not like he's going to the basement to find out that there's people trying to commit genocide against him. I just feel like if... And I get that Fushi's kind of awkward about it. Doesn't want to say any... He's a real private guy. Doesn't want to say anything to his friends. But I feel like if he had said at some point... Even if it was like a monologue... Oh, my sister's been cursed by this, you know, uh, this monster, this force, whatever it be, and she's been in a coma, and I've yet to figure it out. And then we get this episode where it's like, oh, this is what he was talking about back in episode four. Mm-hmm. It helps more so than yeah, because in episode four, it was all it was was like she said she didn't want to curse people or something along those lines, right? And there's like what and we were like, like, is she dead? Yeah. Is she what? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'll agree with you on this one. Normally, I don't like to agree with you, but... But with that being said, <laughs> let's get into this episode. So we start off with a man in a flame jacket. I knew you would like this guy. Yeah, right out the gates. This guy looks like he's uh, he just came from the bowling alley. He put up another... He just clipped the 200 spot for the first time. Uh, they've got all-you-can-eat fries on Thursday nights. Yep. 
He should be Friday because Fry Friday, but for some reason they do it on Thursday. Kind of makes me mad. He steps out the side door uh, after every bowl to smoke a smoke a uh, what's it called? Uh, well, you're the one that likes to inhale things, so you have Gosh. to tell me what what smoking item you're talking about. I mean, this guy definitely smokes cigarettes. The only thing I smoke is an inhaler. So yeah, he sm- he goes out to smoke a cigarette. Let's be honest. Did Every- you for- okay? Did you forget the word cigarette? Is that what happened there? Or- well, for some reason, I wanted to say a pack during the round, but then I, I got lost in my words. But yeah, just a solo cigarette after each bowl. Oh, okay. He, yeah, that's he- what I meant. So he smokes about half a pack a bowling round. Gotcha, because yep. they're twenty a pack. Yeah, is- and how I don't even know how many times you bowl. Do you know? It is ten times, but that's where you can get into you know get the extra frames. I've never okay. been much of a bowler to be honest. Haven't bowled in quite some. We should go bowling sometime. Let's have a bowling get together. The podcast chronicles. Everyone a couple can come. Uh, dudes as well. I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to. We've talked about this. Uh, bowling alley not a great place to meet a woman. So you're fun, trying, cool story. Okay, here we go. Uh, I guess I was 19 years old at the time. Me and my buddy, his name is Colin. Yeah, I think you know. We went on a double date mm-hmm. at a bowling alley. Okay. And the girl that was supposed to be with me, oh wow, did not talk to her almost the entire time because I don't think she was into me. You didn't talk to her. Well, I tried to, but I'm saying she didn't really talk to me the entire time, and I think it's because... She didn't like you. Well, that, but also it was like kind of a blind date type thing, and I think she saw me, and she was like, no. Oh, so, don't say that. Well, I don't know what else it would have been. Or I maybe mean, it was I was just so attractive, she had no words to I say. I think that's... I mean, you're a good-looking guy. Don't well, sell you. yourself short. It was a little awkward, though, because I had to bowl and not talk to this... Well, no, then you were probably glad that you were bowling... Because you can kind of use... The whole thing with the bowling, if you're in an established relationship, go bowl, have a nice time. If you're trying to get to know someone while bowling, you got to like go up. Mm -hmm. You have a 40-second window to if you've got another couple bowling before you have to go bowl. So you got to get things in real quick spurts. I know. One time I asked her... You can't get to know anyone, you know? I asked her what her favorite color was. She didn't answer the color until she stepped up to the plate to bowl. So it was like real yeah. awkward because I couldn't say, oh, I like blue too, but that's also not right. my favorite. So it just, it was a whole ordeal. And then uh, I got caught in this thing. Uh, you know, we were in the eighth frame. My buddy Billy was bowling and he finished up. And right as I said, I love you, she, it was her turn to bowl. She got up and bowled. And then I think she forgot to say it back by the time she was done with oh, it. She yeah. got a spare, came back, and the moment had passed. Well, and then the pins hitting the ball, and you can't hear well. She might and not hurt. the thing had to reset. The thing had to reset. You know what I mean? Where it has to reset. Exactly. Because he he might not have re- heard you. It's got to be might reset. Not Let's see. We're what no were we talking we're about? We're not together anymore. So, but no, this guy, is, he's wearing the slides that you used to wear in seventh grade, but you exclusively wore them with socks. Um, it looks kind of silly. To be fair, you know what kind of slide slides yeah. I'm talking about? These just look silly when you're not wearing socks. They but here's they the do. they look silly when you are wearing socks too. I well, know that now that I'm out of seventh grade, I know that now. Well, I do this. I that's what I do. And you look silly. Okay. You no. Look, well, it depends. Long socks or short socks. It doesn't matter. Medium socks. It does. It doesn't matter. Uh, you look silly when you do it. But you look even more silly when you're not doing your sock because the thing is so thick, your little toes are just sticking out. Mm-hmm. 
And I have big toes, so it looks real silly. It's true. But yeah, this guy smokes at least half a pack of cigarettes every bowling round. <laughs> We're talking about Jujutsu Kaisen, right? We are. Okay. Um, it also, his hair looks like someone who's worked the soft serve machine, made a very impressive cone with a phenomenal little peak at the top. It looks like yeah. this guy just walked out of getting a swirly. Yeah. I think and I'm you're talking right about that. a swirly on the cone and a yeah. swirly in the bathroom. And he hasn't, this flame jacket, do you think this is like a uh, team bowling jacket? I think it might be. And his hair, unnaturally blonde. You're right about it. It's like, well, you know what it's like? Itadori's hair. He definitely colors his hair, right? Well, yeah, I don't think I haven't seen as a natural color. I have one final note on this guy. Yeah. This guy fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. Worst character in the show besides the assistant to the manager, oh, for sure. started on that guy. We don't have the time. So the lights are flickering, and he's complaining about a door. Um, you just know some bad shit's about to happen. It's literally like a uh, it's like a scream horror movie from 2003. That's what this reminded me of. Never watched those. Way too scary. He even says he'll kill someone because they left the door open. Um, then all of a sudden, a cursed object appears behind him. So this guy is just a straight-up asshole. He's so mad that someone left the door open that he's willing to kill them. I appreciate the show in the most simplest way telling us, hey, we're getting ready to kill this guy. Don't worry about it. It's probably, he deserves it. Mm -hmm. Then we go into the OP and uh, I had a couple comments on the song. I've I've been watching this OP through, I haven't skipped it at all all during these times. Yeah. I actually really like this OP. Oh, here we go. I really like this OP. Would you like to apologize to me and the people? I, well, the song. The song. Would you like to apologize? What do you mean? Why are you trying to act like the animation during the OP is not The animation's all right. Oh, my God. I do enjoy Panda beating his chest in it. Oh, my God. He's not running through the rooftops in his Did you see the bubbles? Did you see them blow the bubbles? Yes. Okay. It's it's a good OP. I like it better than the first. I'll admit it. And this, the uh, the band, whoever the band is, they're like a Japanese Amberlin, if anybody remembers that band. Um, go go listen to Amberlin. If you like this song, go listen to the band Amberlin. A-N-B-E-R-L-I-N. A-N-B-E-R-L-I-N. Mm-hmm. I used to play Gears of War and listen to that band all the time back in the day. But yeah, great, great OP. Welcome to the club. Just give him a second to get back to his notes here. He's uh, taking a couple swigs of the Celsius. Congratulations once again on uh, having two children in elementary school and going to yoga class while before you picked him up. And he's also ripping uh, the vape. Another excursion, huh? Dude, okay, so quick story. Last week. <laughs> Those are the only kind we tell, by the way. We only we exclusively tell quick stories here. Last weekend was my sister Jessica's birthday. We came back to the crib, had a little kickback. We, uh, I went and bought vapes for uh, me and her friends. And yeah, we smoked them and come down here to our elaborate penthouse, totally not parents' house. Right. Found the vapes sitting on the table still, and they're still working. So Fantastic. It's, it's a pleasant surprise. That was a quick one, wasn't it? That was a quick, I mean, I told, told you we only tell quick stories. Our group of three is now in a blacked out car, and they're being told about three people, the asshole included, that we saw earlier, Mm -hmm. being stabbed by a cursed spirit 
at the entrance of their apartments. Who are they being told this by? This is by a very <laughs> attractive lady. <laughs> Way better than the assistant of the manager. This is another assistant that they have. And Akari, hello. Yeah. You're telling me she's been at the school this whole time, but yet we kept getting drug around with assistant to the manager. I'd let this lady drug me around. I am pissed. I mean, she seems like a very safe driver. Hands at 10 and 2. Very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Very confident, but not cocky. I think she's just lovely. Yeah. I was smitten. So the property managers got complaints, and they never did anything about it. And uh, sounds like a lawsuit's on their hands. So they talk about the door operators, they always just go crazy. The door operators went crazy, and that's when... So that's the flame guy, right? That we saw earlier. Was he a door operator, or was he just going to his apartment? I See, I don't know what... I mean... Are they talking about like an actual doorman? They go crazy and leave, and then that's when they kill the bowling shirt guy. I don't know, and I, was I don't think say. I don't think some of these places had doormen, so I don't know what they're talking about. Well, that's what they said. So, and that's what I put here. They were already crazy. Okay. <laughs> I have some more notes here about the assistant and the manager. We can just skip over that. No, bro. No, what did you say? Did it, did it have anything to do with him being the worst? Yeah, it just says he sucks. Good note. I'm glad you read it. Glad I made you read it. Nobara uses her brains, and apparently, since all of these people went to the same school, they received the same curse after a certain time had passed. So she kind of figures that out, that, hey, they all went to the same school. It's been however many days or whatever, however many months, and... It's all happening to them at the same time. It's one of those countdown curses. Mm-hmm. So they're headed to the middle school now to question whoever knew them to see if they have any info. And we get to the middle school and all well, these people. But first, they go to a funeral. Or they do go they? To, they go. No, they were going to pick up another guy. There were three guys. They were going to pick up a fourth guy. I can tell that uh, you, you didn't watch this episode. I'm not sure you took notes. And the only reason I wanted to mention this, they literally drive there, and this guy's dead as well. So another one bites the dust. Then they go to the middle school. Take better notes. Oh, and these people all look 40 at the middle school. I, I had to put uh, Yes, so I said, why is this middle school Elvis Presley smoking cigs and rocking Chaz swag? Because he has a fucking hoodie tied around his waist. Ridiculous. Yeah, that, that guy fucking rips, okay? If you were in middle school and you tie your hoodie around the waist, you are going to get laid when you get to high school. I'm so confused by these guys. Like you said, they look 40. What are they doing here? I don't know. Fushi's not there to kick their ass, so that's... So then they see the middle... The middle school punks, like you said, they're smoking cigarettes, which is just straight... I have right here, straight savage for a middle school. I've never been... When I was in middle school, there was some you know tough kids, and I thought we're... You know, oh, these guys are so cool. They're so against the grain. These guys are just straight up smoking cigs at the school. That's the most savage thing I've ever seen for a 7th or 8th grader. Even yeah. though I did know 7th graders that did do crack in my school. But Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. How'd they turn out? Well, I think they're in jail <laughs> for murder or something. What a uh, what an upset. No, actually, one quick story. One of them that uh, I was talking about that was 
into drugs in middle school. I remember he, I saw him maybe a year or two after high school and he, he said, Oh, what's up, man. I was always scared of the guy in middle school. But I was talking to him and getting to a car with him. This when I was with some bad people. Yeah. And they said, of course you did. Got any houses for us to rob tonight? <laughs> and you said, yeah, I've got a couple ideas. Yeah. Then I gave him the address to the uh, police department. And I got out of the car real quick. Snitch. So then Nobara, when she sees these people, though, she just wants to beat them up and set them straight. Which, if, Which, if they're middle schoolers, calm down. Well, she's in high school. Too. She can do it. She's underage. No, you can't. Oh, a 15-year-old can't beat up a 13-year-old? Like, what do you... She can still get in trouble. What do you mean? You don't think she can get in trouble? No. And the, once again, these guys are not 13. They're bigger than our characters. They're like high schoolers that come over to the middle school outside hallways to smoke their filthy sickies. Between... Okay, I'll go ahead and say this right now because people are probably picking up the vibe. Between your dog shit notes not remembering the episode... And you constantly, every 45 seconds, having this tick where you have to put something to your lips <laughs> to either inhale or drink. I'm not so sure you're doing too great this episode. <laughs> so they both freak out, these two middle schoolers, okay? And they start bowing down to them, which Nobara thinks, this is the same lady that thinks she should be in a model agency, that they're both looking at her and bowing down to her. And usually he just thinks it's the aura pouring out from himself. That's the reason they're doing that. Yeah, he's feeling himself as well. Which, you know, if I was a younger lad and I saw Nobara, I might think she's pretty attractive, but I don't bow down to any woman. Ever. Then they say they haven't seen Fushi since graduation. And he didn't say anything about going to this middle school to them. So obviously Yuji and Nobara get pissed off. Yikes. And angry because Fushi is, like you said, he is a very uh, introverted person who does not talk about anything personal with yeah. himself. He was the he was the BMOC big man on campus, um, and these guys are still very scared of him to this day. Kind of like the uh, the guy who did crack in seventh grade that wanted to rob houses with you. He used to beat up every gang member in the area, so these guys are gang members. It's pretty wild for thirteen. Fushi is so embarrassed, okay? He's so embarrassed by this. Also, I wanted to talk a little bit about this. In JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Stardust Crusaders, they block out Jotaro from smoking a cigarette. They put a blur over his mouth, okay? They're letting 13-year-olds smoke cigarettes here without censoring it. First of all, once again, I really strongly disagree that these guys are 13 years old. Uh, Second of all... If we're to believe that these guys were in a gang and smoking cigarettes, they are the most uh, TikTok-looking douchebags I've ever seen of people who smoke cigarettes uh, constantly and are in a gang. They're very tame-looking. They are, and it's... The show- I have no problem with uh, you know spraying a little cologne on these guys and taking them uh, with me to have dinner with my mother because she's not going to be any wiser. She's going to be like, wow, that guy uses a lot of product in his hair. He kind of looks like Elvis. But she's not going to think, this guy might be a gang member. 
I know this show does a good job of modernizing. I feel like because it has self, it uses cell phones properly, um, things of that nature. It definitely this is the modern gang people. These people, right? <laughs> this is what modern internet has done to gang members. Okay, I like it. Fighting over TikTok followers rather than like street. Exactly. Boards. They're like, oh, bro, what are you doing? I have 30,000 likes on my last TikTok. They're trying to rob each other of Celsius ads rather than cocaine. Well, that's no. Celsius is not what you think it is, dude. Dude, every... You know what I see when I go to the Discover page on my Instagram? And thank God you finished that, by the way. It's just uh, women with large breasts... Uh, like shoving them in my face via my phone and Whoa. holding a can of Celsius. It's ridiculous how many uh, sponsors Celsius gives. It out. is ridiculous. Big breast being shoved into the phone camera on TikTok. That's why I don't get on there. Okay, I'm not. Well, I know. I noticed. I said Instagram. I watch TikTok from afar. I'm scared to dip my toe into the cesspool that is that. Platform. Same. Same. And my sister, she's kind of went viral on it, but. That's for different reasons. Disgusting reasons, by the way. But at least she wasn't shaking her bosom on the camera. Although she did. Maybe she'd get a Celsius sponsorship. Ooh, I might have to tell her to do that. (laughs) So they then see a janitor-looking man walking down, and he's questioning him, but obviously he, he recognizes Fushi instantly. Thank you so much for calling this guy a janitor. They will all be so polite and exclusively say something along the lines of, this guy is a member of the staff. This guy works with the staff. He's uh, part of the staff here at the school. Call him what he is. He's a janitor. Okay? Is it technically part of the staff? Yeah, but you just call him a janitor. That's what he is. Nothing wrong with that. He needs to embrace it, and you need to embrace it for him. Quit trying to like spare his feelings. Yeah. He can be proud. He can be the best damn janitor in the school. Yeah, and he's fine with it. He has to clean after these, you know, hoodlums. Yeah, the only thing this guy is doing at this place of school is going around whining about people not wearing their name badges, pouring sawdust on vomit, and yelling at kids vaping in the bathroom all day. That's what he does. Well, cigarettes. These people do cigarettes. They're hardcore. No, well, these guys aren't middle schoolers. The middle schoolers are vaping in the bathroom. These guys are just high schoolers that come and (laughs) smoke filthy ciggies over here. So they talk to this man about what's going on, that they have a few issues, and then they talk about an ill omen and a bungee jumping bridge. Um, It's a notorious suicide spot that's very haunted, apparently. Doesn't sound like so much bungee jumping going on if it's a suicide bridge. Although I guess they could do the same thing but both. You're a bungee jump? No, but I would like to. I like the idea of this bridge. So like, yeah, you guys got to go check out this bridge. You know, it's a cool spot. Uh, one day you might see a couple guys bungee jumping. The next day you're seeing someone in their life. <laughs> Probably goes hand in hand. Though. Just, just matter. Just whatever day you catch it, you don't know. Imagine just trusting your friends to like tie a proper bungee jump for you and then just jumping off to bungee jump. What, uh, would you bungee jump? Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. You think your weak metabolism could handle that? Oh, I can handle anything, but well, as long as it doesn't make me sick. I'm not, as long as I'm not spinning in a circle and I'm just doing like the acrophobia type ride. Mm hmm. I like that. I like that. So you can deal with quick changes in elevation. It's just when someone, uh, 
spins you. Yeah, like acrophobia. I last time I went to Six Flags, I had to ride that one like ten times in a row because it's the only ride I could ride. Gotcha. Which is very unfortunate. I wish I had better uh, inner ears. We'll go bungee jump one day. So the story has it that they were unconscious under the bridge and... Whoa. Hold on. While you figure that out, I did have a janitor story. Um, We used to have this guy back in my high school. His name was Dave the Janitor. And he was epic. He had a white spiky hair and a thick white mustache. And all Dave did is we would chant his name at football games. And then... He would uh, be there? Yeah, he would always be there. We'd chant his name at football games. And then at lunch, when some ne'er-do-well would leave a lunch tray behind on the table instead of taking it you know, to wherever you're supposed to take it, he would... And we were all walking out... He would grab the lunch tray, which, you know, those high school lunch trays, yeah. they're just like those hard plastic, whatever they are, and just slam it on the table. Uh, probably would not be recommended now, sort of had a gunshot element to it. Can't imagine that would fly too good nowadays, but uh, everyone had to respect him for it because well, at that point, just some random sad person had to go take the tray. It was never the person who actually left it. Yeah. It was just like uh, the guy named Mick Cormick who had a backpack that was too heavy who would have to kind of like jog to go grab it. And everyone would be like, oh, thanks, Mick. Mick. I had a guy named Mick at my school, too. He was an interesting lad. Well, he- they're all, they all are. Yeah. Everyone's got a Mick that went to high school and was just... The guy kind of rips, though, now. I follow him on Instagram. Uh, it's a new follow of mine, and he only does medieval knight role plays. It's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So the story has it that these young lads were unconscious under the bridge, and when they woke up, they didn't remember a thing. Okay? Yeah, you got a couple stories like that. Not really. I always wake up next to like the hottest chick I've ever seen. It's weird, dude. Gets pretty old after a while, they always say. It's always say, like, it's always, you're always with so many attractive people, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> gets old after a while. So our group and the uh, pretty assistant decide they need to go check out the bridge. And the janitor asks if Sumiki, is that how you say it? Or Tsumiki? Sumiki? Sumiki. Sumiki is doing well to Fushi, and Fushi says she's fine. And we find out it's his older sister. And Itadori and Nobara are pissed. And they do a bunch of anime things. How did you feel about this scene? Um, I was hoping you had a lot Didn't to love it. Up. Hated even more how you landed on that note. Well, I was really thinking since you're a big fan of the anime scenes that you would have something. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it, and anything that I did have on the anime scene was wiped away when you said and uh, Itadori (laughs) and Nobra were um, pissed. (laughs) So we go to Mahito, with jars of fetus-like curses, Um, very creepy looking, and Ghetto says. You can't destroy them because they use. Well, did you see that it was actually it was two fetus-like curses and then one sourdough starter? 
think he's gonna start trying oh, to oh wow make <laughs> think he's really into the sourdough game he's a sour boy okay he's trying to make his own bread i like that go back and look i think you're the only one that saw that Ghetto says you can't destroy them because they use a pack to put their life on pause and prevent harms to others, preserving their existence. Whatever that means. Who knows, really? <laughs> Sukuna's finger is an exception because it's a monster that's that still attracts curses over time. So I guess he's kind of saying Sukuna's finger is the same thing, but it's the only exception because it's... Boy, here, here's my thing, you know... Maybe this is being 22 episodes in. I don't know. There comes a certain point where you're like, hey, listen, guys, I'm I'm rolling with it, you know? Don't worry about explaining this to me. Yeah. I'm just going with the flow, okay, baby? You know, I'm not thinking about what the little fetus things in the jars are doing, okay? I'm just happy to see Mahito and him uh, looking at these little slug things, all right? <laughs> and then he says it can choose its vessel, which is dope. Is he saying Sukuna chose itadori to be its vessel um which i think is really interesting if it's not like they were just compatible like it actually chose itadori yeah that would be i dig that and then it makes you wonder can he change and i still want to see what pack we still don't know what pact he made right nope some interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Only got to wait a couple more years to find out. We then see that they have a naked man pinned on a wall by his wrists and legs, which caught me way off, way off guard here, who says he'll give them money, anything. And I, the scariest part is he can't even see Mahito. Something about this guy's look for half a second. I was so excited because it kind of looked like assistant to the manager. That's not. That's I was just the, for half a second. I was pretty excited, but it didn't. Turns out that was not the case. And imagine like being this guy and not being able to see the person in front. Like he can't even see Mahito. He can see a Ghetto. I guess if Ghetto's standing here. But and then when Mahito opens the guy's mouth and shoves one of the creatures down his throat, a little slug guy. Oh, dude. Ugh, that is some That's, serious torture. If someone's putting something slimy in my mouth. It's, dude, and imagine someone opening your mouth, but you can't even see them. And then they're shoving things in it, but they're invisible. What? Okay, let's let's uh, think about this. What are some of the most untraditional ways that you could torture someone? Come up, like, don't give me something like, uh, oh, I'm pulling their fingernails or something like that. Think about I, how I would do it. I think the worst thing you could ever do is put someone in like a uh, three by three room mm-hmm. and just keep them in there. Okay. No sound or anything. Just three by three room. I like that. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to infiltrate someone's house in the middle of the night. I'm going to just sit in their room and I'm going to wait for them to naturally wake up at 3.30 a.m. where the, And they're going to start to raise up because they've got to pee so bad. And then I'm just going to strap them to the bed and not let them pee. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> tough. How about Cause, that? Because then they're just going to pee themselves. Yeah, they're going to have to. And then, dude, if they have morning wood. Or how about this? How about this? Then, at the same time, they're going to wake up All right, after a long night of drinking and they're super hungover. They wake up and I'm going to make an illusion of an ice cold glass of water next to them. Okay. But I'm going to make it 
boiling water. <laughs> How about that? That's rough, dude. And then I'm going to say, tell me what I want to hear or tell me what I want to know. And then they're going to tell me because I'm the best torturer of all time. I like that. I also think mine's a really good one. The, just no, I like yours too. Yeah, yeah, Dude, just imagine. You put somebody in a three-by-three three room and then you just say, all right, see ya. And they just have to sit there by themselves. And you give them water. You give them like a week supply of water. So you're like, oh, here's a week supply of water. That is like the most... Uh, um, good lord, it was pretty loud over there. That is some of the most fucked up stuff I've ever seen that will... Okay, now we're typing. Okay. Okay. I'm um, ready. I've seen it a few times. All right. That, and it always makes me contemplate life for a good 10 minutes after I see it. Uh, it happened in one of the Saw movies, I think the first one, and it happens uh, one time in Game of Thrones, where the move essentially is you just lock someone in a vault with no food, no water, nothing, and then you just leave. And you, and they're in the pitch black. That's also the crazy pitch dark and nothing. You're just going to eventually die from starvation, dehydration. How would you kill yourself in there? Would you try to think of a way? How could you? You could do something. What would you do? Try to bite your tongue out. But see, I, I, I think you, I think your like conscious is not going to let you do that. There's people that have done bite bit their tongue off, but it it probably takes like a day. So like a day after they go crazy, then like your mind is so fucked up that you that you finally can do something like that. I don't know, dude. You think it takes you one day? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I think it may be even less. <laughs> it takes less. you one day to go absolutely crazy? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I. If you want to torture me, that's the best way to do it. You could get me good. You could get me... I, you might be able to get me in an hour. I might be I might be trying to cut my wrist in an hour. I mean, you could definitely <laughs> like work yourself up good enough to, to probably go crazy. That's. I mean, that part's true. Or try to just like rip my own wiener off. I don't know how to do it. So then we go to the calling card where it says Jujutsu Kaisen. Good one. So they arrive at Yasuachichi Bridge. Ooh. And once they confirm a cursed spirit is here, the pretty assistant will lower a veil for them. And that's kind of their goal right and now. And I don't like you only um, referring to this woman uh, based on her attractive levelness attractiveness level it's akari okay okay that's why i will okay, in sorry. the end win her heart you're right you're right because once they confirm a cursed spirit is here the pretty assistant akari will lower a veil is that better and i like the name too because i can i think i'm pronouncing it right so back to my hito um we see him fucking around with this weird ass creature and it's what the man turned into, and it's not looking good for this guy. <laughs> I don't think this guy's going to make it. They see nothing, but then the assistant says, wait, yeah, sorry. We go back to Fushi and them, and like everything seems normal. Nothing's really going on. And then we go back to the assistant who says, ding, ding, like that. And Itadori and Nobara just have a fit over it and have another anime fit where they're like, that was the cutest thing we've ever heard. Because she said ding ding. Because she said ding ding. Like she had an idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Which it kind of was. It was kinda <laughs> cool. The assistant to the manager would have never done that. I only um, like it because it's her. Yeah. And then she goes, maybe we shall bungee jump to trigger it. 
And it's, and then they go, well, Itadori's already tried that. And then we see a little scene of them like mummifying Itadori right. for him to jump off. Which goes back to you saying, how would you feel about your friend strapping yeah. you up to a bungee jump? This is essentially what I think. Without any knowledge of harnesses, like no place to get a harness, if I had to you know, come up with some way to have you safely bungee jump, I think it'd be something like this. Thank you. And it would involve a lot of duct tape and ropes that are not strong enough for the task. Okay. Well, I only weigh 130 pounds. So. You don't weigh a lot. The middle schooler from earlier shows up. Not in middle school. <laughs> right. So definitely not in middle school. With his older sister who's riding a bike or a moped, whatever it is. This little girl is in middle school. Who talks about the bridge and says that... <laughs> For a matter of fact, my note was this middle schooler that looks like a high schooler introduces us to perhaps his high schooler sister that looks like a middle schooler because he says it's his big sister. Yeah, he says his older sister. What? <laughs> he smokes cigs, dude. Makes you look older. What yeah. is going on? He's like five foot eleven. <laughs> dude, I was five foot eleven in middle school. Yeah, but he looks like he's got larger than 5% muscle mass. I was 5 foot 11 and I weighed 95 pounds, dude. Yeah, and you were on calcium pills for years because your bones were so frail. Well, I mean, you're not wrong about that, but I ate like so much, dude. Like a burger a week. The middle schooler from I Earth- could put my pinky, I could put my pinky. I could put my <laughs> pinky to my thumb and wrap that just do that everyone do that right now at home, okay? Put your pinky and your thumb together. That is the size of Chad's wrist back in uh, freshman year of high school. You can still do that now, I'm pretty sure. At least my pinky and thumb. I've got long pinkies and thumbs. Can you? I can still do it. Show me. (laughs) Can you do it? Let me see you. Now look how thick the hole is for when I do it. Oh, yeah. You've got a very small hole. I've got okay. I've outed myself as having very small hands. This might not have worked as well as I had hoped. Yeah, you've always had a very small hole. Wrists are pretty small. Filled up. But yeah, this this wrists are pretty small. You ever thought about that? They're pretty small, dude. Yours or mine? Or just you've got? I mean, I've got some like well structured wrists. Yours are pretty dainty. Yeah, mine are like mine aren't as small as I thought they would be. They're just. I think it's just because, like... You never really uh, look at your wrist, you know? But, yeah, this lady that pulls... Her older sister, she was at the bridge, and she's a little getting a little scared about it, you know, things going on. And they try to convince her that nothing's going to happen, everything's fine. Can I give you my take on this? I don't know how extensive your notes are on this girl. Can I tell you my thoughts? Yep. She's a little bit too much for me, Okay. She just rode on the back of a bike over here, and she will go on to tell a story that takes, quite simply, too long, while shivering and unnecessarily whispering. Oh, okay, so all these mysterious deaths that people have been experiencing right after going there, and you're just like... Here's the thing, I understand you could be traumatized, and I can understand in the heat of the moment, maybe not having the courage about you to tell the story like you need to. But here's the thing. It's about 3 p.m. on a uh, on a Friday afternoon, I would say. They're outside of a 7-Eleven, it looks yeah. to me like. 
she rode on the back of a bicycle, and yet she is talking as if she just came out of your three by three room. Someone poured a bucket of ice cold water on her. And she's telling us a story like, and then someone got taken. Hey, say it with your chest a little Dude. bit. All right. This is a young lady that's experienced trauma, and you're well, going to Well, it says like this guy's older sister. What a terrible role mm, model for No him. wonder you don't have a no wonder. Hey, no wonder this guy's smoking filthy ciggies at the middle school hallways, because his sister isn't much of a role model for him. Jesus, dude, You no wonder you have no girl. You just got to comfort them and make sure they're all right, dude. I'm not going to be surprised to figure out that the father of this girl is assistant to the manager, because that's how badly she sucks. She, uh, my, uh, d- uh, dad works at, Ew. uh, jujitsu high, and we're gonna, uh, have green beans for dinner. It's so messed up. I had, I didn't have that take at all. I said, this is a brave young woman who, <laughs> <laughs> who decided to get on the back of her, a bike and ride over here. Thought it was awesome. Wait, how did they get over here? They're on a bike. They shouldn't be. Uh, is it just a bicycle or a, like a motorized bike they're on a bicycle okay <laughs> pretty lame get older um well yeah you think this scaredy cat can learn to drive she's <laughs> she's an automatic I, doors I, I can't op- operate a m- motor vehicle well you, f- you thought this was getting creepy enough automatic doors stay wide open for, for this girl when she goes through the grocery store and I put holy moly that's freaky it's a technology malfunction come on it's this ridiculous. is some crazy stuff I mean would you not I would be shivering if automatic doors stayed open when I went there's through a, it's a motion sensor thing there's a plastic bag caught in the trash can behind her that's moving it keeps it stays open because of that well, hey, it takes about two weeks. For hey, Vic- COVID-19, Corey V, that bitch Corey V, ever heard of it? We can't risk people coming in contact with doors. Just leave them open. Yeah, now imagine that door stays open when you go through it. How yeah. wild is that? It has to, yeah. It takes about two weeks for victims to see things, okay? Also, how many automatic doors is this girl going through? <laughs> Well, she went and tested it, okay? Is that not the first thing you do when you get haunted? You go test automatic doors? What kind of absolute psychotic person walks up to an automatic do- How many automatic doors do you have to go through that stay open before you think that it's something that's targeting you? If it happens once, I don't even... It doesn't even register with me. No, no, you're happens wrong. happens a second time, I go, huh, that's kind of weird. That might have actually happened earlier. And then all of a sudden, you're like, well, we've got to start driving to all these places with automatic doors. What? You're calling up the uh, local restaurant and be like, hey, hello, excuse me, do you guys have automatic doors out front? I'm trying to figure something out. I, every time I go through a grocery store, I grab my cart, go through the automatic door, I turn around to see if it closes. If it doesn't close, I start getting a little worried, but most of the time it closes. You never turn around to look. You just keep walking like an insane person. I keep moving forward. <laughs> well, you're insane for that, okay? The assistant asks, who went with her? And she says, Sumiki, Sumika. <coughs> hey. No. <laughs> Whatever his sister's name is. And another classmate. Um, Fushi just seems very chill about this, like nothing ever happened, and is completely fine. 
But when she starts to walk away, he's sweating bullets and is very upset. So he he's going to stay calm in front of this lady to not freak her out. But as soon as she turns around, he's shitting his pants. Because this is his older sissy we're talking about. Or he's younger. Is it younger sissy or older sissy? He says older sissy. Okay. And Well, actually, first of all, I hate that I fell into that trapulate. <laughs> he does not say older sissy because that's what an obnoxious person would do. He calls. He then calls bitch assistant, who says he can't get a guard for her. And, and you know who bitch assistant is? Yeah, the assistant the, to the manager. The assistant to the manager. What do you know? This guy's standing in the safety of a school building, warning others about how much danger they're in, while making it very clear that he has no intention whatsoever on coming to help. And then he tells Fushi to just. You should probably withdraw. You need to withdraw. Like what a coward! This guy is such a coward. Do not like him. It doesn't matter, though, because he realizes the only way to help his sister is to exercise the curse as soon as possible. So, Fushi goes on his own as Yuji and Nobra drive off. They ride away with the pretty assistant, Akira? Akiri? Akari. Akari. Get a name right. When all of a sudden, Yuji and Nobra, he's walking around, they just show up out of nowhere. And they say, you thought your friends would leave you like that? Buddy, have some faith. They ain't leaving you, bro. And then he tells them the truth. He says, Sumiki's bedridden. And he says, she could be killed at any moment. And they understand immediately. And they start to come up with a plan. They said, "Why don't you just why didn't you just say that in the first place? Come on, bro." Which he, he does need to like you know open up a little bit. It's it's, it's a little much. It's a little. You got to do a little bit more here, okay? He's the kind of guy that will not tell a secret even if it's not a secret you should be scared of telling. Yeah, it's like he found out who like the first he looked at. I don't know, that was a terrible example. I'm not. Even we know say someone it. like this. They'll be like, yeah. um, they'll be like, oh, my sister made cookies today. And we'll be like, what kind? And he'll just be... Uh, um, she was going to uh, try to like surprise people. Yeah, yeah. She was going to try to surprise people in the in the office building, which is you know like seven hundred feet away from here. I don't. You don't really need to say anything. Just go see. Yeah. It's like, hey, tell me their chocolate chip, yeah. because guess what? I don't care. Like we're gonna go like gossip in the office building that's if fushi if you want to keep your important secrets long term you got to give up the stuff that doesn't matter you know what i mean yeah or else people are going to keep dogging you for the ones that you actually care about that's why i just don't tell people anything well that's why i'm an open book i'd say everything yeah you probably should keep some things to yourself i think it's great they cross the river, which instantly triggers the domain. Penis is not that big. Instantly triggers the domain. And speaking of not that big penises, we see a bunch of diglets come from the ground that Holy look shit. like penises. Who knew? We, it was like we planned that. That is just professional podcasting at its best. Some creepy shit, dude. They, this... That is shooting a three and then turning around to get back on oh, defense yeah. before you see it go in. I really thought this was a Pokemon episode at first. Pokemon? No. Pokemon. Don't do not say Pokemon. Come on. It's Pokemon, dude. You say Pokemon. If we're going to be an authentic 
anime podcast that respects the Japanese. We got to say things right, and it's Pokemon. Well, whoever said that I respected the Japanese, I'm not saying Pokemon. Damn, I just said it. That was weird timing. Did you hear that? No, I'm letting you sit in whatever uh, hole you're digging in. Oh, about respecting the Japanese? Hey, I'd respect them if they said Pokemon. A four-leafed green thing that looks like the monster Mahito created says, Others beat me here. It's got a mouth, and then the face above its mouth is also a mouth with a face. And it's got blood pouring out of its eyes. Fantastic. And it's just one of the creepiest, one of the most well-designed creatures in the show so far. You think so? I think so. End of episode. End of episode. Wow. Of course, to the Juju Stroll. So if you could get, if you could get to that. Oh yeah, then we go to the Juju Stroll, and yeah, it was pretty good. No, go ahead. You can go ahead and say the Juju Stroll. Yeah. So it was like Fushi doing the. It was so funny. This is a great one. Fushi was doing like the the whole thing with the the phone and everything, and then everyone was like, "Oh my god!" So uh, this is a classic side mention. This is a classic side mission. They had to catch this purse thief to gain experience points to upgrade their cursed energy for the next big boss battle. Oh my god. I'm so glad I didn't watch this. Unfortunately, this woman was a vegetarian. And that's my notes. Because guess what? They're a little uh, they're a little rough around the edges. Not my episode to do the summary, so I just put in a little little hot takes there would have made more sense if you had taken more detailed notes on the juju stroll but you don't take your job seriously and because of your lackluster summary your terrible job at bringing up fun talking points this is one of the shortest episodes we've ever done i hope you feel real shitty about what you how, here. how short is it? you uh shit on the japanese people for the way they pronounce pokemon which is they made it they get to say it the way they want to oh did they uh, though thought that was a did little, they thought that was a little disrespectful and Ash doesn't look very Japanese to me. It was fifty minutes, fifty minute episode. That's perfect. I thought and you know what? Great. We're I'm not gonna help you at all and try and extend this. We are going to end this fifty minute episode. Wow! And when people are looking around for their extra ten minute episode, ten minutes of the episode, you can blame Chaz Chart for being hey, such a terrible podcast. I've got one. This nope. is from Ch- the man Chaz so, Chart himself. If hey, if you want an extra ten minutes, pay us. This Give is us Ronnie, some money. and you can find us at you wanna. They know where to find us. We don't even need to tell them. No, find us at thepodcastchronicles.com. I've been Ronnie. Peace. I've, peace.